The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. You're listening to the hottest, the hottest NBA podcast out. Yeah, I said what I said. She's heating up. It's the Heat Check. The Heat Check. Heat Check. With Trista Crick. Finally, we talk some hoops with Damian Barling and Kenny Carraway of D'Lo and Casey in Sacramento, ESPN 1320. My favorite time of the week is Trista Tuesdays, so here is a sample of why it's so damn fun. We get into the Kings and who they may add to get them over the top, as well as the future of Davion Mitchell. Ooh, let's listen in. Lou Will got in trouble during the bubble yep. for going to Magic City in Atlanta and for the Wings. Lou Williams, I'm sorry, is an unserious player. He is, yeah. an uns- he is a great six-man. He is a walking bucket. But he is not a player truly that moves the needle on a championship team. And his head is in the wrong place when it, as it relates to being a professional basketball player. Also, second, secondarily, I've, I didn't even comment about this online because I wanted to talk about it here. Secondly, you're on the road 41 games a year. There's all kinds of places for you to go. You're constantly, you're barely even in your home city. Don't let's and let's not act like Sacramento is Milwaukee. It's no, not. No. It's not Milwaukee. Nobody's slandering Milwaukee like they slander Sacramento. I had never been to Sacramento until I came to see you guys twice last year. Mm. I have found this is gonna make the chatty house go a little pop and popping, but I have found myself going on hot pads multiple times to see <laughs> what's up in Sacramento for housing. <laughs> it's a great spot. West Coast, close to everything, hour and a half away from San Francisco, in and out. Airport's one of the best in the business. L.A. right there. Portland, where I'm from, right there. Vegas, right there. And it's more affordable than some of the other places. It's a little less affordable than I thought, which gives you is a testament to how good Sacramento is. Weather is impeccable. Very like very, the climate is good. Like I actually love Sac. I love I love Sacramento. <laughs> we love you. We do. TK, we were having a conversation. Your boy Sham Sharani was talking yesterday about the Kings being a trade destination. It's kind of where the Lou Williams thing came from. Uh, and mentioned three names, Zach Levine, OG Ananobi, and Pascal Siakam. I think we know, uh, especially given today's gift to promote the show, uh, how you feel about Zach Levine. But what about the other two? If you could pick one of those two Toronto Raptors to be a Sacramento King, which one would it be? I think it would be OG 
I like them both. Mm-hmm. I think there's interesting roles for both of them to have. Pascal probably has higher upside. We saw what he could be in 2019 when he played with Kawhi, you know, how his role was there. His usage rate is all the way down. How they're using him in Toronto is very suspicious. I think they're trying to box him out, right? I don't mm-hmm. think he stays. They didn't want to extend him. I was talking to somebody who covers the Toronto Raptors quite closely, an analytics guy. Check the podcast. That that uh, that interview was really, really good. He kind of broke down some very key things about what's going on over there. But I, I think that he was going to sign for the max, not even super max. It was like, whatever, just pay me the, the max money and I'll stay. And they were like, no, we're not even going to offer you that. We're going to let you go to free agency for nothing. So I think he's probably the most available I think he probably fits better with Keegan because he plays a little bit of a different role than OG. OG's defensively is just so good, though. Mm-hmm. And he's really good in catch-and-shoot three, catch three scenarios, whereas Pascal is a little bit more spotty. I think mm-hmm. production-wise, Pascal is a little bit of a roller coaster. But we saw the other day, I think he had 30, 11, and two steals against the Wizards. I know it is the Wizards, and they're defensively a sieve. But we know what Pascal can be. I think consistency-wise, I like OG. I like his defense. I think the fit might be better for Pascal. But I'm kind of like, they're like 50-50 the same to me. Yeah, I I went with uh, Siakam, and it wasn't even really a diss towards OG. I just, I feel like I, I value OG a little less than most people do. Um, but I, I I think he's a great ball player. I just like Siakam. I mean, I, I've seen Siakam, and he may not be the same player, but in the highest moments, be one of the two or three best players on the court, you know, in those NBA finals uh, against the Warriors. And, you know, you've seen him in other situations. There was times when Kawhi left when it was like, all right, well, now Siakam's number one. He's not going to be able to hold up. And it looked like that for a little while. And then he got his game together and he started cooking for a little while. So, and he's not even going to be asked to be number one here. I, I just I like Siakam a little bit better, but OG, OG, if, if they got OG, there's a bunch of benefits to that too. I think OG will get paid more too. Mm. OG's going to get a big bag, big, big bag. Mm. I like okay. Caruso the most though. Caruso. Really? Over like, over over the two Raptors? I I think he's just on a better contract situation. That's oh. really it, like monetarily. I think a backup point guard, or you could play him. Think about him and Fox together in the backcourt. And maybe you move Harrison, and then it's Alex, it's Caruso, Fox, uh, Herder, Keegan, Sabonis. I think defensively, you become really good. Maybe you could think that Keegan's a little undersized at that position, but it's still interesting to me. And... Like you have another sure-handed ball handler outside uh, of Fox so that you can't really trap Fox. And he's a good three-point shooter now. And his on-ball defense is so good. So you get the on-ball defense of Davion, but you get more offensive production, and you get him at a really inexpensive price. OG and Pascal Siakam are going to be quite expensive. True. Very true. Do you – this is a conversation we were having earlier, and it's – could get louder, could get quieter, depending on how the next couple of weeks go. But does Davion Mitchell fit here in Sacramento? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. 
it's getting hard to have confidence that he does. I love Davion. You guys know how I feel about I, Davion. I know. I've got like a soft spot for him too, you know? But it, he started to register DMPs, and we've been waiting for this thing with him and Mike to like meet and form like this superpower. And is it, it, it's not happening. I think it's less about him fitting with the talent on the team than it is him fitting with what Mike wants to do and what Mike is valuing. So I think roster-wise, he does fit. We saw him play really well against uh, against Steph Curry, right? He was locking Steph up game one, game two. We were really – I was – we were sitting next to each other, standing next to each other, very impressed. His on-ball defense, he was getting into Steph's space, making everything difficult for him. Steph had a horrible shooting night. I think it was game one, and that was day-day, right? He had some really big threes. He had some critical, uh, like, drives into the lane. So I think I think he fits, but I don't know with the additions that they've made whether he's getting squeezed out. Mm-hmm. And I don't love that for him personally. And I think he could probably do more than the role that he has, but I don't think he's going to get that opportunity. And that's that's fair. I mean, I, I feel the same way that, that you do about Davion and his potential fit here in Sacramento, but it may be a situation, and this is what we talked about when I said, you know, this guy is going to be in every trade discussion because that ship may have sailed, you know, regardless of if he can fit or not. Uh, he may not get the opportunity at this point. They're, they've moved on with Keon, Duarte, Kobe Jones, or whatever the case may be. The key, the Keon is really the part that's killing him. <laughs> that's the point. That's the point. I, that's, I smell what you're cooking. I, I know. I know. What, what What do you mean by that? Elaborate. What do you mean the Keon part is killing? It's it? just if Keon doesn't exist on this team, and and Keon's had some good games too, and he looked really good, and production wise, and he's getting starts, and you're like, ooh, it's Keon's getting starts. Oh no, Davion. Like. <laughs> that's the immediate thing and i'm sure kings fans feel this way too eric you're like keon in the starting lineup like if i'm davion i'm like what the the?" you're like you're texting your friends like are you serious yeah and then he plays well and you're like you know angry face emoji you're happy to see your teammates do well and you're happy to see the team succeed in general but we're all individuals here and we've got mouths to feed whether that's our own, whether that's family members, whether that's people we love, we've got a career to build. And Keon does not help Davion's career in Sacramento at all. Yeah. I mean, to elaborate on what Trista's saying, like, obviously I haven't talked to Davion, but I can imagine that happens. He's like, yo, <laughs> I destroy this guy every time we play. He's a two-way player. And he's starting, he's, you're going to start him over me? This is, re- I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous right right so and I love, yeah. you guys know how i feel about i love Davion, you know, and you like know. davion is a dude as a dude he's about as good as it comes he is so no solid no i doubt. see him out i walked by uh inside summer league and i'm walking across the court I don't see him. He sees me. He jogs up, grabs my arm. And he's like, what's up? Like, where you been at? What's, what's been happening with your life? Like, where are you, 
Like, what's been new? I just wanted to say hi. Like, you're going to come by and not say anything. Like, he's just a solid person. Out, You know, like, athletes, they have their own. There's a median morality code for professional athletes, right? Like, there's an ego to this. Every, you know, entertainment industry has, an, like, a median ego. He just does not have that. I hate to see this for him. Yeah. And to be, I want to say this to be fair to Keon. Keon, whatever it is that Mike was looking for, he executed it. Yep. You know, and he's he he's had his opportunity, regardless how you know it came up, and he's <laughs> taking advantage of it. So I hope he gets well soon, just in general. But because yep. of that, like he got a two way guy, got undrafted. To be a I think yeah. undrafted guy got his opportunity. Tremendous story, um, yeah. amazing story. He's Damn, perfect for the Rando most- report, but can't do it to Davion, so he doesn't make it. <laughs> Sorry. I have my limits. Well, everyone who goes to DLoandKC.com and buys the Trista Crick hoodie, just make sure you tag Trista on social media so she can show her mom. That's right. Yep. Then you can text me, text me mom's address, and I'll send her some, some Trista <laughs> I will make. Oh, I will make sure to do that. All right, TK. Love you. We'll talk to you later. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. That's all the time that we have for this episode of the Heat Check. Many thanks to my homies on BetMGM tonight. Jason Smith in Memphis, D'Lo and Casey in Sacramento, and of course, Jake Fisher. Come back Monday for an all-new episode. Check out the feed for past episodes and mini-episodes which appear uh, unexpectedly, like your dog whenever you open a string cheese. Do not forget to follow the Heat Check on social. Do not forget to follow us, download, subscribe, tell your friends, even that weird uncle who you see every once in a blue moon who falls asleep in the first quarter of every football game and then farts. Wake his ass up, tell him about the heat check, and follow us on social at this heat check and at Trista Crick on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We'll see you next time. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.